Welcome back to the Dad and Rock Podcast. It is season two. We're in a new year, 2021. This is Sean. And this is Chris. Dude, season two, it only took us a year and a half to get to season two. <laughs> yeah, well, we're just we're still figuring this thing out as we go. <laughs> well, amateurs. Right. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a bit since we've gotten back on the audio podcast. We started our high-voltage version of the show on YouTube. Uh, we started that a few days ago. That's back up and running. But yeah, we had a bit of a holiday break, a little bit of a hiatus. What have you been up to over Christmas? Uh, I mean, since my wife shut me down, I mean, that was, was pretty much the, you know, the end of the season. Season yeah. one was due to my wife. She <laughs> shut us down, so hasn't been a whole lot, honestly. I mean, there's been a whole lot of me itching to want to get back in the chair, back in front of the camera, enjoying this, you know, thing that she says I am addicted to. Yeah, I had a few nights there, too, where I was uh, wanting to get in front of you. I don't know what it is. I guess just you have things on your mind. You want to get them out. <laughs> it's like hanging out. We got used to seeing each other, I mean, twice a week. I mean, after before we did this, yeah, we would maybe talk to each other or see each other, what, maybe once or twice a month? If, right. And that's even stretching it. But since we started doing this, we've been hanging out regularly doing this, and it's kind of been like maybe, maybe a release. Definitely seeing the situation that everyone's kind of in right now. I mean, it's been nice. I mean, the holidays came. Uh, I'm very happy that they're behind us, quite frankly. Me too. Uh, they, were very, they were very stressful this time around. Christmas was nice, though. I mean, usually we run around, we do the whole thing. And this year we got up, did the gifts, had our breakfast like we always do. And instead of running to a family house, family member's house, I passed out in my chair. Heck yeah. I took like an hour and a half nap in the middle of the day. That is unheard heard of on christmas day that sounds real good yeah normally i'm i mean christmas is my birthday too so i've kind of lamented over the last few years we've had to travel a lot we would get up and see christina's family like we travel like two or three different places uh during the day on christmas which i'm never you know that's a lot man. it's a holiday dude (laughs) but it's it's a holiday and it's my birthday i just want to like chill the f out but uh this year we actually got to do it. My mom came to town. I mentioned on our uh, last episode that we were on, I took her to see my brother and Scott Air Force Base for a day and it was nice to have her just kind of at the house cooking and baking and we wrapped presents down here and we just had a, a good time. I, I got to sit down and watch uh, a lot of stuff. I've watched uh The Stand. I know you and I played the trailer. Oh, you did watch that. I didn't know that started yet. How was it? Uh it's good. It's about 4 episodes in now and oh. uh they release one a week. And well, I was so bummed out, you know, CBS Viacom for shutting us down and me have to, you know, dispute that over on YouTube for us <laughs> yeah. giving them free publicity. Right. I, I, I may be one of those people that just going to hold a grudge. You know, <laughs> it just might be me. That's <laughs> how I'll start my that. 21. <laughs> yeah, I was looking I was looking forward to it too much to uh, hold a grudge, I guess. But, but so I think I was so also good. in the mindset like it's it's hit, it's hitting way too close to what, you know, we're going through right now. And I don't want to watch too much of thing, you know, too many things like that. Yeah, Captain Trips is a lot worse than COVID, thankfully. We haven't gotten to that point yet. But anyway, <laughs> it's it's been a pretty good series so far. It seems like a real slow burn, too. I mean, the original miniseries with Gary Sinise and Molly Ringwald, the old one was a made-for-TV miniseries that aired in TV in the 90s. It was only about four or five hours long. This one, it seems like they're maybe doing a full season where it's like 10 uh, hour-long episodes. So they're really kind of taking a deeper dive character-wise, and it's probably because of that that's more of a slow burn. They're, it's a little bit closer to the book, I think. I've never read The Stand, but I'd imagine with the extra time they're able to do that. Oh, yeah. If they're going to draw it out a long period of time, that's the biggest thing when it comes to movies. Yeah, They, they try to cram too much stuff into a two and a half. Sometimes I stretch it to three hours, and 
that, but just by default, they, they can't get it all in there. So, so far, so good. I'm probably about halfway through the season with four episodes in. You know, I'm aware of the what the story is, and it feels like our, we're about halfway through. Uh, James Marsden is in it. Uh, he's always good. He was good in Sonic the Hedgehog, and, you know, anyway. But he's been in a lot of stuff. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good so far. We watched that. We also watched um, FX last year. They created a new version of A Christmas Carol. Uh, that was very dark, like, um, I don't know, it was uh, made for the FX channel last year, and it has Guy Pierce, who's kind of a younger Scrooge, uh, but it takes place in, like, you know, old-timey England and stuff, and I don't know, I know you kind of like the Christmas Carol story, and uh, I don't know if it's a vibe that you dig or not, but it was kind of a darker vibe. No, it's always worth checking out something new. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about the things you kind of watch, dude. I, I mean, we've talked about it on, you know, over on uh, High Voltage. But, dude, I, I did a deep dive into the DC universe. That's right. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to catching some more. Uh, I got to kind of pick and choose. I think the, all the actual movies that are out there that I want to see, uh, maybe outside of Joker, that's yeah. maybe the last one that's left that I really want to see. I'm not going to mess with the uh, Suicide Squad or the Harley Quinn movie. or right. Uh, I think it's Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. I'm not yeah. gonna I'm not gonna mess with either of those. So and then just kind of go forward and wait till you know Snyder puts his uh, his cut of Justice League out. Yeah, you and I will be catching that at the same time, same week, uh, whenever that's released on HBO Max. I'm sure. I, I wonder if they're going to do a weekly release, or are they going to dump it all at once? I don't know because word is it's going to be a heck of a lot longer than a movie. Like it's going to be like it's three six or four hours, hours long. Yeah, uh, six. Yeah, six hours. Is, it's, it's, it's six individual episodes. Yeah, well, then it's not a movie anymore, is it? It's a miniseries. No, it's not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. That should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Um, just to see how different the story can be, you know, between two directors and given a, a couple years or, you know, two or three years in between versions. We've never really seen anything like this before with a movie that's truncated and put out into theaters because they felt rushed and they felt the need to do so. And then for the original director to have a second bite of the apple and to make his vision... Uh, and extend it to a six-hour uh, like miniseries. That's we've never seen anything like that before. Are we or you know the companies opening up a Pandora's box though? Because this all happened because people like petitioned and it was fans pushing for it. Yeah. In all this, and they gave them what they wanted. It. I think it's a very very thin line they got to walk. That you know if you're going to be giving you know, the fans, everything they want. Say, if something comes out, for instance, let's just break this, let's put this into Star Wars terms. Mm-hmm. People didn't like episode one. Right. If all the Star Wars fans came out in unison and were like, we want that remade, we want it redone, and we want so-and-so to be the director of it, take Lucas out. You're thinking of uh, theoretical stuff. I mean, there's pages and petitions online right now to have the sequel trilogy completely taken out of canon. So, I mean, that's that's a thing. People hated the, the sequel trilogy enough to be like, oh, just, you know, forget about them. Let's do, do them over. <laughs> and they just came out a few years ago. I'm, uh, I think you're right. I think it sets kind of a dangerous precedent, but I don't think we're going to see a situation bubble up quite like this one again. I mean, Lucasfilm and Disney, and they're not taking any of those petitions seriously. They're like, yeah, whatever. Okay, we're just going to churn out other Star yeah. Wars stories and make other money. Yeah, it's a part of Ken, if you like it or not. Yeah. And because even the new stuff that they're putting out, it's actually filling into that portion of canon. Right. So now if they take it out, they're creating holes that then they've got to fix. So you're going to be made, you'd be causing more issues by removing it than you would be just leaving it be and letting new stories kind of fix some of the inconsistencies. Yeah. And as far as 
you know, if you swing the pendulum the other way, I, as far as uh, director's cuts on movies and stuff, say if a bunch of people demanded, uh, I don't know, a director's cut of uh, planes, trains, and automobiles from the 80s or something, I don't, I just don't think they're like there's enough interest in getting the uh, director's vision of, of, of movies out there, of older movies that have already come out in theaters. This was kind of a very unique circumstance for this particular movie with this particular director in this particular studio. They happened to be releasing a uh, streaming service. They wanted to bump up some numbers. And, you know, there, this, there was enough interest here to see Zack Snyder's vision of Justice League that he didn't really get to complete, you know, before the release of the actual theatrical cut. Um, so I think this was just like a perfect storm. We're never going to really see something like this again, I don't think. I think unless another director's in the middle of a big budget movie that yeah. needs to leave again for some for some reason, some personal reason, and someone else completes it, I think that may be the only other time we may see this. But like I said, I think it's dangerous giving fans that much weight. Right. And granted, I'm on, I'm on the fan side. I, I want to have that say. But then again, if you give us too much say, I mean, we can completely, you know, crap the bed too. Well, I mean, that's kind of been the argument with uh, a lot of these franchise films over the years, especially with the the dawn of the Internet. And the fans seem to get more and more of a voice and an immediate reaction. You know, uh, fans can either bump up a, a release or, or tear it down like that first weekend. You could have a uh, movie that satisfies fans and then, you know, satisfies general audiences and it's going to do pretty well. Or you can have a film where, you know, from the get-go, these these fans, they follow news stories online, they listen to talking heads like us on YouTube or whatever, mm -hmm. and they get bits of news each and every day, each and every week as this thing's filming. And maybe they don't like a particular actor that's, uh, you know, cast for a role. Maybe they don't, they don't like the director uh, for whatever reason. And these days, a film can have a lot going against it before it's even released into theaters. Yeah. Um, so it, it is a bad trend, but it's not anything that's going away anytime soon. We're just too connected to, uh, with the internet, we're just too connected to the news cycle. So, yeah. And, and it's hard for some studios not to leak things, even if it's on complete accident. The fact that they were able to keep baby Yoda under wraps mm -hmm. is, is amazing. Quite frankly, oh, that kind of thing's a miracle these days. Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, even going back to, I mean, this is kind of going off the movies a little bit, but even like going into wrestling, like I watched uh, Edge's documentary from where he had to retire because of his neck, mm -hmm. and he had uh, his his neck fused together, and he thought he was done. He, he was doing TV shows. He was in he was in the the running of the Vikings. I didn't know that. Oh wow! And he was doing all these physical roles and everything. And he thought one day, other and actually another promotion called him. They're like, if we get you cleared, would you do it? And he's like, he was so loyal to Vince, he went back to Vince, and they had him looked at, and they gave him the green light. And they actually had a ring delivered to him. They were doing it all in the dark. He was training with his wife. Uh, they actually flew him in and put him in like a, a golf cart and took him in real fast. Put him in like a janitor's closet. Mm -hmm. So the a lot of the wrestlers didn't even know what was going on. Wow. So no one knew what was happening until he was getting ready to come out to rumble. And then people seen him for the first time back there. So the people in the ring had no idea he was coming. Right. So only a handful of people that were backstage you know, getting ready to go out themselves knew. And then when the music hit, you, you that pop happened. And then you had all these fans out there almost in tears. They thought they'll never see him again. Yeah. And then you've seen him come out and he's in tears because it, they pulled it off. That, you know, that that shock, yeah. that surprise that you can't get anymore because of the Internet. So, I mean, oh, I mean, that, that's a little off of movies, but I mean, that's kind of the same thing. How does the theme go again? What was uh, his theme like? 
the rated R superstar. So it was a uh, you think you know me. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You th- yeah. <laughs> when it broke down, you think you know. And it, it, you got to look it up over on YouTube or on the, if you still have the WWE Network, you can yeah. see the, the document documentary. Yeah. But I've watched that one that one clip of when he walks out. Of, and it gives me chills every time. Oh, I bet. That's a good clip. That's a good... I didn't know that backstory. That's funny. Yeah, it, it, it was pretty awesome. I even showed Janessa the actual full documentary. Because, I mean, she really... Is, she's enjoying it right. as much as the, we are. So giving her some of the back, behind-the-scenes stuff, I think makes her appreciate it a little bit more. And when she's seen that... So do you still have the WWE Network? Yep. We pay for it every month. We get the pay-per-view. Like, for instance, Rumble's on the 28th or 29th this month. Yeah. So it'll be Janessa's first experience and Zach's first experience with an actual live rumble. They were going to have fans. The goal was to have fans there. And uh, they've had to scale back. Mm. So, I mean, who knows when they're going to have fans actually attend. But, uh, I mean, we're seeing them in, I mean, football games now and sporting events. So it's only time until they have, you know, a percentage of fans. And with them being in Florida... I'm shocked that they don't, honestly. We uh, picked up some food from a restaurant earlier this week, and uh, we went inside to get it, and it was jam-packed inside the restaurant. Nobody wearing masks. Every table was filled. <laughs> we are like, It makes me Boy. so uncomfortable. Yeah, me too. But people are really, really ready to go. They're they're over it. But Yeah, there's been times where I've picked up food. Say, I run lunch. When I do DoorDash, I run lunch. And I've walked into plenty like big-name restaurants, like say, Janessa and I, that I've eaten at, and there's nobody. Yeah. Or there's one table. I looked at her. I was like, you know, how would you feel maybe to get lunch one day out and actually mm-hmm. sit in? Because based on what I'm seeing is there's nobody in these places. Mm-hmm. And if there's nobody in there besides the, the white staff and the cooks, I, I would probably feel fine. I, I wouldn't foresee them emptying a bus and everyone <laughs> storming in right when I sit down. Yeah, all of a sudden people come in and they sit down right next to you. And you're like, come on. <laughs> But I mean, that, that leads into what me and Janessa have been doing the past couple nights. Uh, we've went through and we are, we've rebooked our Disney trip. Yes. And we are going through all the restaurants because they changed things. We had a dining plan that it doesn't exist anymore. So we're going through restaurants we want to eat at, uh, price points and everything. And I'm like, okay, 90%, well, all these sit down restaurants are, we're going to be inside. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, there's going to have to be a point where we actually go out to eat. And sit inside and bring the kids with us. Make sure they understand masks off while sitting down, masks on while while you're up. There's, right. there's some like some things that they're not accustomed to that we need to do. But she was like, "How about we just wait till we get a little closer, you know, to summer wise?" Like we're not. I mean, uh, sitting outside would defeat the purpose of doing it, in my opinion. Yeah. So I mean, we'll see. I mean, I'm getting I'm getting pumped up about the whole Disney thing again. I'm trying not to over get my get myself over excited, but. Hopefully by that time, summer's going to, it's going to be hard because summer coming around, just like last summer, I think the numbers will inherently go down. Yep. Because everyone's outside again, windows are open, kind of like the flu type thing. It's going to drop in you know those months. How much is it due to that? How much is it due to the vaccine? You know what? So it's. Yeah, it's tough to say. I mean, hopefully with the numbers naturally going down when it gets warmer out and uh, vaccine ramp up through the spring and summertime months. Maybe with that one-two combo, by the time next fall winter rolls around, we'll be in a lot better shape. But that's the glory of 2021. We're just trying to stay hopeful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and staying hopeful is hard. 
Uh, we we started this year rough, but uh, we'll keep off that. <laughs> yeah, we won't mention the. I think we've gone far enough into this. We we typically stay away from all this anyway. And we're an escapism show. Yeah, it's been a uh, historically uh, monumental week. Something that'll be read about in history books. But anyway, yeah, uh, we're just not going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So I mean, anything else? What else do I have going on? Thought I got a br- I got a screw in my brand new tires. I dodged a bullet with that one there. It was one of those like. Not even quarter inch. Yeah. And it was like, it was in the sidewall, which I didn't notice. Oh, it was just far enough in the sidewall. So when I took it to the actual mechanic, he popped it out and handed it to me. He's like, you're, you're fine. No worries. Like, I didn't want to pull it. Oh, I wow. wasn't, it was a little bit of, like, it was enough tension to it. I wasn't touching it. Yeah. But like, he was like, there was no, no patchiness or no plug in this. It was in the sidewall. I'd been, I'd been a $200 tire that I just bought. That would have been out the window. Oh, that had been rough. So, I, I mean, I dodged that bullet, and then uh, Janessa's van didn't start one day when we were down at Ninja. And, I mean, we took that to the mechanic, and we have a warranty on the van, so it covers basically everything. Yeah. And they said, no, nope, it's a dead battery. I'm like, now oh, we got to pay for that. It could have been anything else. All we had to do is pay for tax. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, That's... I took that over to, like, AutoZone. They tested it, and I had no confidence in the person testing it. Oh, really? It tested fine. But I'm like, uh, you know, you know when you you don't feel comfortable with somebody like checking something. Yeah. That's kind of the feeling I got. Or they right just the look like they didn't know what they were doing. Oh, those that I had to connect the battery because I didn't know how to oh, connect yeah. the actual terminals to the battery. Right. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. Like, about are you new this. here at AutoZone or what? <laughs> I think actually they said they were. Okay. Well, you know. Can't fault the newbie, but I get you. But we we took it over to mechanic. Yeah, yeah. They're like, um, yeah. I don't know how this is running. <laughs> they said the battery is that bad. But yeah, we had a few car things happen. But I mean, for the most part, it was a really quiet holiday season. Uh, my lights are still in my house. I haven't taken them down yet. They're they're just not lit now. They're just unplugged. Yeah, I just started taking them down today, actually, and starting. I you know got a huge big plastic storage container from Home Depot and started filling it up with the lights, wrapping them back up. I got about halfway before I was just my hands were freezing and I was tired of doing it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had a bit of snow here the other day, which is kind of unusual here for Louisville. So we still got, have a traces of snow on the ground. And yeah, that's about it. I mean, it was a good Christmas season overall. I I, I must say for for twenty twenty. Our, our holiday season with Christmas and New Year were, were pretty pretty okay. I'll take it, and I'm glad to be in the new year. Looking for a new podcast? Check out the Infectious Groove podcast. My name is Russ, and I host the show along with Michelle and Kyle. Every Monday, the three of us bring you music news and tell you our jammy jam, so you'll always have new music to check out. The Infectious Groove podcast discusses music from nearly every decade and genre while openly displaying our passion for music you need to hear. On top of that, we have a thought-provoking main topic of discussion every week to get you thinking, discussing, and sharing music. We also include interviews with the music stars of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all major podcast platforms. Subscribe and listen to the Infectious Groove podcast on your favorite podcast platform today. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Zach. It's Josh. Zach, do you enjoy video games, drinking, and attempting to solve the world's problems through ridiculous schemes? Uh, yeah. Do you think others would enjoy that? I mean, I really hope so. So do I. So I think you all should come spend some time with us, the Midwest Meltdown. This show was created by these two fine gentlemen here, myself and Zach, when we spent the last 14 years telling each other funny stories, talking about video games, and literally anything else that comes to mind. 
we wanted to turn our passion for gaming into something that we could share with everyone. So again, follow us, The Midwest Meltdown, anywhere you can find your podcasts. That's Spotify, Apple Music, Podbean, Google Pods. Check us out. We'd be happy to have you. That is awesome. I know. I know. Before we started all this, though, we got a, a couple decks of like crazy questions and things that kind of liven up the show at times. Pod decks. The pod decks. Yes, pod decks. And I'm smacking my headphones <laughs> off my face. That's a visual. If you want to see, it'll be up on YouTube in a little while. <laughs> but uh, how about we roll into those? When do you want to pick one from each deck again? And kind of which which decks do you got there? Let's do it. We've got the red. Would you rather deck? And we've got the green. What the heck deck? So which one do you want to do first? Uh, you know, I'm in a would-you-rather mood kind of mood. Let's hit, let's hit a would-you-rather first. Would you rather lick every inanimate object you see or be licked by every living thing you see? Oh, good God. In today's context? <laughs> Holy crap on a cracker. Wow, neither one of those is a very good option, is it? <laughs> do I want everyone to come by and just taste me? Be like, hmm, you salty. Or do I want to be the one doing the licking? I know what I choose. I'm going to be the one doing the licking. Really? Yes. And, and let me hear me out on this. All right. I can choose how much and where I'm licking. If somebody's licking me, what's going to stop them from licking me straight on the nose or the ear or some weird spot? I'm not, you're not just offering up your hand and licking your hand. It says they're going to lick you. So it depends on how weird this person or thing is. Oh, that's true. That's kind of an invite for anybody to do whatever. Yeah. Someone's now tongue in your nose. I mean, come on. You do have a bit more freedom. See, in my head, people were just going to like, you know, lick you on the arm or something, which, you know, your skin, your most important organ, it's a pretty good deterrent for for diseases. And you could just kind of take a shower afterwards. But if you're walking around and, you know, you're licking doorknobs, you're licking shopping carts, you know, inanimate objects, and that's going right onto your tongue, man. So it's not like you can disinfect your tongue afterwards. Like you're getting the virus. It's if you're going around licking in, inanimate objects, you're getting the virus. It's like mm, when, on the like, other hand, if, <laughs> <laughs> on the other hand, if somebody with a disease licks you, you know, if you shower, if you take care of it right away, you'll probably be all right. I don't know, man. That's a tough call for me. I got to go with the opposite, where I'd probably have people lick me. But you do raise a very good point, where there's a lot of creepos out there. Because it says lick, it doesn't say how big of a lick I need to take. <laughs> it could be one of those real quick, and it's kind of you know on and off. Yes. Yeah, that'll get but, stuck uh, like a Fleck and Christmas Story. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that that, that man that, that 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 question in this time frame. There's no way they could have seen that question landing. <laughs> no, like <I> yeah. <laughs> Very appropriate. Okay, now, now we'll go with what the heck because I mean that that kind of fits that. <laughs> what the heck? All right, we'll go with one from the what the heck deck. All right, if your office had show and tell for adults, what thing would you be proud to display? Our office had a show and tell for adults. You know how, like, your classroom, you bring in show and tell, bring in something. What would you bring in? Yeah, think about that for a second. What would you, what would you say? God, I got to think about that, too. What do I even want to bring to my place of work? And sh- I don't even like talking to those people. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I may go easy. I may go my autographed copy from uh, Will Wheaton of Ready Player One. Oh, there you go. I may go. Th- I may go that route because I can go ahead and you know show him the autograph, kind of talk to him how you know the interaction went, how I seen him interact with the you know, the girl in front of me, uh, which was fantastic. I mean, I- yeah, you got a good story with that. That's a good one. Yeah, 
yeah, there's a lot of respect I gained for him and for him through you know, just watching that interaction. So now you've told that story on the podcast before, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, back about a year ago when we actually went. All right, go and listen to our older episodes to find out what Chris is talking about. <laughs> good luck finding him because I don't even know what it was. <laughs> I know what I would bring in. Go I've it. got a collection of Mad Magazines from the uh, late 80s into the mid to late 90s. It's a lot of issues of Mad Magazine. So I don't know. I think that would be inter- interesting for folks to kind of thumb through and look at what Mad Magazine was making fun of during my childhood. I was going to say, dude, we're getting to the age where there's people that are younger than us. That would have no idea what Mad Magazine was. I know. And you know how uh, sad that sounds coming out of my mouth? It is sad. We're getting to that age where kids are graduating, coming into the workforce, and they're considered adults in the workforce now that would have no idea what Mad Magazine was. Yep, absolutely. Um, I mean, stopped publication maybe, I don't know, seven to ten years ago now. I can't really remember, but uh, yeah, it's been a bit. That is sad. They'd be like Alfred E. Newman. Like, they would see a picture of Alfred E. Newman and not know what the heck that is. Oh, that's painful. That's not that's not mad. That's sad. That's sad. That's, that's sad, sad magazine. <laughs> At least I know what the Animaniacs are now. <laughs> that's true. You know those guys on Hulu. Oh man, and they're staying current. They Come hell or high water, they're staying current. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, there you go. There's our uh, pod deck segment. There, the red would you rather deck and the green what the heck deck. You can grab your own deck of cards from poddecks.com. Uh, they're fun on on a podcast, but honestly, they're just fun in a if you got a car ride or something. Or my wife and I, we actually went through some of these cards with our friends on over Facetime and just kind of ask questions like that. Just it's kind of a cool hangout. So just something to pick up. It, it breaks the uh, the tension at times too. It's like you don't know what's going. on. You get a weird question. Like, what are you going to lick or be licked by? I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) But uh, that's pretty cool. So uh, do you want to get into what season two of the Dad and Rock podcast and the YouTube channel is going to look like? I do. We have a lot planned. So as you guys know, last year we began our adventure of doing live streams uh, where you could see our stupid faces, uh, both as we record the audio podcast and we're doing a completely separate, uh, you know, live stream, visual live stream show called High Voltage. Uh, we stream that every Friday night on YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Uh, we started on a Facebook this year. I think we made the decision to uh, take it off the Facebook platform, at least for right now. Um, so for right now, we're going to be streaming our live show over YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. It's every Friday night at 10 p.m. Last year, we did season two of The Mandalorian. Uh, we reviewed a, an episode each and every week as it released on Friday on Disney+. And now Disney Plus is bringing out WandaVision, the brand new Marvel title. Uh, we, haven't, we haven't had Marvel content in quite a bit, my friend, since Endgame. So it'll be very cool to see those characters again. So WandaVision starting up on Disney+. Plus. Uh, each and every Friday, weekly. Uh, the first week, they're actually going to debut two episodes, the first two episodes of the season. And Chris and I will start reviewing those and talking about those this upcoming Friday, 10 p.m. Eastern on YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Yeah, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to have our after shows. So our reviewing of a show is going to be like the Mandalorian after show, WandaVision after show. And that's going to go on for the foreseeable future. We're going to go ahead and review and have that weekly show. But I think we discussed that we're going to have a monthly high-voltage episode that's going to come out and that's going to kind of be a cross uh cross platform kind of 
thing for both of the podcast and High Voltage. Yeah, we'll have some guests. Yeah, so we're going to have some guests come on, hopefully. I'm going to put some feelers out there. Plus, we're going to go ahead, and it could be just us. We could just be, you know, shooting it. It's going to be not your our normal episode like we sound now just because we're a lot more structured. We want to sit back and just have a good time, just talk about whatever, you know, whatever's going on, whatever we haven't been able to squeeze into the show for some reason. And, uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be fun. Uh, I think we're looking at putting together another T-shirt, kind of like a concert date type T-shirt. Yes. That's going to have the after show. So we'll have like Mandalorian season two, and then we'll have like WandaVision. Then, you know, there's going to be Loki and Falcon Winter Soldier. And we can put just TBD next to those, just kind of list them down the uh, yep. down the line in the back of the shirt. So uh, we got some cool ideas coming. So it's it's, it's worth staying, staying tuned, keeping up with us, keeping up with our social medias, platforms, just because and that, that's where I spread a lot of our, uh, our news and just the love that we put out there. I mean, we, we started an actual uh, a channel that promotes other YouTube channels. So there's a thread that if you have a YouTube channel, check us out, look us up. We'll put you in there. Every time that we put a channel out or one of the other people that put a channel out there, we go ahead and we like it. We share it. Uh, we spread the word to all our followers and they do likewise to kind of spread the love, help each other grow. Uh, the podcast community on Twitter has been amazing. So I was kind of hoping to maybe start something down those lines of uh, YouTube creators. If you guys like the podcast, if you listen to it each and every week, be sure to go ahead and check out our other projects that we have going on on uh, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Check out our social media pages. If you haven't liked us on Facebook or Twitter uh, or haven't subscribed on YouTube, just go ahead and do that right now before the podcast <laughs> ends. Exactly. Well, I know I think this is a good spot for us to go ahead and just I'm just going to get back into that monster mobile and I'm just going to creep right into the cheesy. What do you say? Okay. Uh, I have a joke here for you and you may have heard it. Okay. So I would not be shocked if you know this one, but why not? I'm going to roll with it. All right. Why can't you hear a pterodactyl going to the bathroom? Get the out of here. Are you serious? You got the same one. Why can't you hear a psychiatrist using the bathroom? I'm because, the because the P is silent. silent. <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? That is the perfect way to start the year. I love it. We're going to keep this. This is great. <laughs> you had a pterodactyl and I had a psychiatrist. Oh, my Lord. That's oh, weird. That's, that's that freaky. is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, uh, I mean, we we've, we've already went ahead and told you guys to keep track of us. I mean, we have our stuff over on T Public, our you know our merchandise, our YouTube channel going on. I have a personal goal for our channel to go ahead and hit a hundred subscribers by June, just so we can go ahead and get a custom URL. So if you guys can help us along that you know that path, I mean, we would greatly appreciate it. And uh, I think that's a good place for us to sign off. What do you say, sir? 2021 is going to be fun. I look forward to it. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening and stick with us. Okay, we'll catch you guys later. Excelsior! <laughs>